Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 15, chapter 178. At the beginning of April 1595, Philip had asked the same Germanico Fideli to write a letter on his behalf to Flaminio Ricci, a priest of our congregation, who was staying in Naples. In this, he wrote that he should return to Rome at once, because he wanted to see him before he died, for he could foresee that it would be not very long before he folded up his tent. Flaminio wrote back and made some excuse, asking permission to remain until September, which the holy old man refused, writing again to the same purpose, and begged Flaminio, for his sake, to make no delay, but to return to Rome as soon as he read the letter. Yet again, because Archbishop Annibale di Capua had asked him to do so, Flaminio delayed his return, so that Philip wrote one last time, calling him back to Rome, because he longed to see him. Flaminio still would not obey our Holy Father's bidding, for some new business had come up, and a few days later, Philip died. About the same time, no, it was the day before he died, he seems to have told Pietro Consolini quite openly that he was about to die. They were chatting together when Philip asked him to say Mass for him. Consolini replied that he would be glad to do so, adding that he knew that there was really no need to pray particularly for his health, since Philip was so well. No, said Philip. I mean, I want you to say a Mass for the dead. What he meant by these words was made abundantly clear the following day by his death. Another wonderful thing that happened that month was that on the 15th of May, which that year was the second day of Pentecost, celebrating the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the apostles, Philip called Gian Battista Guerra to him. I was celebrating Mass at the time and had asked him to take my place in attendance on the Holy Father. Philip asked him what day of the month it was, and he replied that it was the 15th. Then in 10 days' time, continued the old man, I shall die. That will be the 25th. The outcome proved that his prophecy was true, for it was effectively that day that he died although after midnight. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, never this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us.
Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, voice of prophecy, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why is St. Philip often portrayed in priestly vestments? Well, one of the reasons is because of his great love for the Mass. We spoke recently about spiritual fatherhood and how St. Philip helped to renew spiritual fatherhood in the Church. And Pietro Consolini, who we hear about tonight, was called St. Philip's Benjamin. That is, just as Benjamin was given to Israel late in life as a kind of consolation, as the youngest son given in his older age, and who took the place in his affections for Joseph when he was sold into slavery, betrayed by his brothers, although his father thought he died. So Consolini, Pietro Consolini, was given to Philip in his old age. And he was kind of a favorite to St. Philip. He had a great affection for Consolini. And among all the oratorians, Consolini was the only one to whom Philip told his secret experience of the Holy Spirit when he was 29 years old. He told Consolini about how he was praying on the vigil of Pentecost and how the Holy Spirit had appeared to him in a ball of fire and had lodged in his mouth. And from that day forward, St. Philip experienced extraordinary graces from the Holy Spirit, kind of stigmata of the Holy Spirit. So anyways, that's what Consolini knew. He was very dear to St. Philip, very close to him. And here at the end of his life, in one of their final conversations, what does St. Philip tell him? The Mass. Say Mass for me. You see, when we are getting close to death, and when we're in one of the last conversations with someone, that conversation will stick in the person's mind because of the intensity of the moment. Constantly will never forget what St. Philip said to him. And so St. Philip's great advice to his favorite son, his one of his beloved sons, was the Mass. Say Mass for me, but not just for me. Love the Mass. Put the Mass first. If you want to do something for me after I die, if you want to pray for me after I die, the best thing to do is to have the Mass said. But not every beloved disciple of St. Philip was as docile as Consolini. Consolini would later become the novice master. He would become the person who saw the constitutions of the oratorians through to their approval, final approval by the Pope. He was the one who really understood what St. Philip was after and made sure that his idea, his view of the oratory would be approved for all generations. And that's what happened. But we hear tonight that Flaminio Ricci did not return right away. Three times he was asked, come back, and he didn't come. And sometimes we wonder, 
how do I know if the Holy Spirit is asking me to do something? And especially if we're a prayerful person, we're trying to be prayerful, we often need to be a little bit hesitant, not to be too eager to follow things, allow the Holy Spirit to kind of push us. If he really wants to do something, he will kind of emphasize it. Sometimes people ask us to do something and we know right away we should do, but other times we're not so sure and we have to wait. But if they ask us a second time, well, yeah, then it's kind of clear. Go, go. But when our spiritual father asks us to do something, and if he asks us a second time, that's a pretty good sign that we should follow it. And if he asks a third time, well, that's even a better sign. So let us pray tonight for those that we love, especially like St. Philip loved, had special sons he had special love for. Maybe you have a friend you have a special love for, or a child, or a priest, a spiritual father, whoever it is in your life tonight that you feel a special bond with, that you have some special reason for loving that person. Let us pray for that person tonight. Let us ask the Lord to give that person the grace to be docile to the Holy Spirit, to be docile to the one who lives in our hearts. Because of our confirmation, we can have a very personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. And that personal relationship with the Holy Spirit is something that we should want for all of our friends. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.